welcome to Spare Time. The podcast formerly known as How Easy Is That, formerly known as Easy-ish. Yes, it's been a wild ride, um, but I am still Elisa, and that and is I'm still, still Marie. Marie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> One thing stays the same. That's right. Um, so what's going on? What do you mean it's spare time? Well, dear listeners, we've been thinking a lot during the last month or so since we've gone radio silent on our easy-ish feed about what we and you love about this podcast and about what brings us joy and what's bringing us all joy um, to talk about, think about, and do. And really where we landed was that it's all the things that take up our spare time, not just food and cooking, although that is very important to us still. Yeah, it always will be. But I do think that as the pandemic has raged on and on and on, there have just been seasons of the things that we have energy for. And I think we were both finding that cooking and baking and kind of like delivering the content that we had set out to deliver for the pod wasn't necessarily feeling like it was still energizing, which is always ultimately our goal for this passion project. Yes. And I don't know about for you all, but as the pandemic has raged on and on and on, it has truly been anything but easy-ish. Um, oh my God. <laughs> I would it say has it's been, been <laughs> hard plus. <laughs> oh my God. It's been anything but easy-ish. So that so, just didn't feel authentic anymore. <laughs> yeah. As the times change, so do so we. So do we. Mm-hmm. So I guess we should kick it off before we jump into what will become our regularly scheduled programming. Elisa, I have a question for you. Oh, what is it, Marie? What does spare time mean to you? Wow, what a great question. And I want to say that I think this will change for me often. But right now, spare time to me means time in which I can do the things that bring me joy. And I think that I especially have a unique um, journey with spare time. I think prior to the pandemic, I was different as I think we all (laughs) were, but spare time was my enemy prior to the pandemic. Mm. Like I just, I was like, I need to be busy. Every moment needs to be filled. Like, I don't know how to sit with myself and just enjoy the moment. And so I think now it's been a very, very long, hard journey, but I've come to this place where spare time feels so sacred to me. And so I think just like taking in those moments and having them be joyful is what spare time means to me. I love that, Elisa. What about for you? Thanks for asking. I mean, to me, when I think about spare time, I think the the literal time that I have between the other things that are absolutely required Mm -hmm. to be alive in the world. So like any time outside of working, feeding myself, sleeping exists in the space of spare time. And I have always loved my spare time. And I think of my spare time as really the space where I am living and being myself most Mm -hmm. and learning about myself. It's like, for me as a as a creative person, which mm-hmm. is kind of a gag to say, but um, that's like where the creativity happens. And I feel like that's where that's where all the best stuff happens. And it's fun to be, I feel like you and I 
over the course of our friendship and this podcast and the pandemic have really been spending our spare time in varied ways. Like we really have changed and learned and tried things on and taken them off again. So I'm excited. We've been on a lot of journeys. (laughs) We've been on a lot of journeys. If you've been listening to us, um, you know, we've, we love a journey and we love, Love. we love to take up a journey that, uh, never really departs from the station as Mm -hmm. well as a journey that really, really departs perhaps a little too far from the station. So we have it all guys. I know we have it all. And we're, we're just really excited to be able to have a little more space to talk about the things that are lighting us up and that are, we're finding interesting beyond just food. Um, and you know, if you've been listening, you know that we weren't really, uh, strictly sticking to the food. (laughs) Things were going off the rails. And so now we said, fuck the rails. No more rails. We're making it all up all over again. Yes. But I love that, Marie. And, you know, something about you that I like is that your Instagram um, bio says career hobbyist, which I think is correct. And <laughs> it's kind of like your, you know, mini ode to spare time. It is. And I was thinking of, I was actually thinking about that as I was thinking about what to say for this podcast. I mean, I really do love a hobby. Love. I feel like there's just there. You can never have too many. I think that you and I both share a zest for just learning new things and taking on new things. And like, we often find ourselves just obsessed with really obscure new things. And so spare time is about creating the space for that, honestly, because that's us. It's us. And we really hope it's you too. So if you're still with us, thanks. As we, as we begin this new a chapter of our podcast slash friendship together. Cause this, I feel like this podcast is really like, of like among all the iterations, like it really does feel sort of like a, like a time capsule of our friendship and also oh, weirdly yeah. of this pandemic. Um, Scary. so one day we'll listen back and we'll say what the fuck happened in the spring of 2020. Um, but, but we're not ready for I'm that. I'm happy to have time. it. And you I'm know, happy Marie, to have it too. as they say, Third time's a charm. So third time is the charm. Let's go. It really is. Um, before we dive into the content, content, just some brief housekeeping. We're gonna move for the time being to a monthly episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll notice that this episode is the the one, the only January 2022 episode. Um, and we will keep up our newsletter, which will stay on a bi-monthly. So It'll be two newsletters a month and one podcast episode a month. And we'll see how that feels. You let us know how it feels too. <laughs> yeah. Let us know what you're liking. And I'm excited about it. I think Me that too. these spare time pods, as Marie said, they're going to recap the month. So there's really quite a bit to say. And I do think that looking back, these are going to be a funny, funny time capsule on not just like our own lives, but also culture in general. Yes at yes. the time. The moment, as the kids are saying. The moment. Um, okay. Any final thoughts before we uh, take it away? I feel excited. Me too. I think I like what we have put together here. And like Marie said, I hope you do too. And I can't wait to dig into what you've got here on this list, Elisa. So this is going to be the way we start our episode. Elisa, how did you spend your spare time this month? Well, Marie... This month, January 2022, 
A couple of big things happened for me in my spare time. First and foremost, I relearned how to knit. I first mm-hmm. learned how to knit earlier in this pandemic. So as we've been saying, like a lot has happened in the last uh, two years, believe it or not. The last time I started <laughs> knitting, I was making really good progress. In fact, I was almost done with my, um, it's like a cowl. Is that the right thing? Yes. Um, and unfortunately I spilled a smoothie with raspberry <laughs> seeds all over it, which, um, if you just think about that raspberry seeds in like wool, basically is it's not going to work. So I unfortunately had to throw it away. Um, and so I took a pause for about a year and a half and picked it back up and I'm loving Honestly, Marie gave me a lot of uh, cheerleading from the sidelines, but that's been fun. My goal, I'm going to say it here, is to knit a sweater um, in my a huge time. goal. It's I a huge love goal. It for I'm you. like such a novice, um, but I hope that in the coming years, like I don't know that that's feasible this year, but I hope soon I'll be knitting a sweater. I hope um, soon you'll be knitting me a sweater. I can't wait to wear it. With I know. Pride. Like I want to make things for my friends and like for their babies, you know? Yeah. That's, uh, that's my goal there. Um, Lizzie McAlpine is somebody who I am obsessed with. It is a singer. It, she, it. <laughs> they, I don't know. They are a singer. Um, I think that Lizzie's music is so, so, so good. I think she's mm-hmm. going to be super, super famous one day. Her first album is, I would say the lyrics are quite bad, but the music itself <laughs> is fine. So if you just like, don't listen to the words, um, it's enjoyable, but she's, yeah, really her sing- voice is amazing. So good. Like she, her, her way around a riff is stupid. Notch. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you don't follow her on Instagram, you absolutely must. She posts such oh, good covers. God. Yeah. And she does like lives where she'll just sing Adele and it sounds amazing. So I would highly, highly recommend going there. Um, she's released new music in the last couple, I guess actually in this month um, mm-hmm. or the other one was in December. She just released All My Ghosts. And upon first listen, I was like, oh, this is fine. Like I like her other song that she just released more. And then I listened to All My Ghosts a few more times. And I was like, wait, actually I have to listen to this for 48 hours straight. (laughs) I've been listening to it a lot as well. Oh my God. I think it's so good. Marie and I are seeing Lizzie in the month of March, I want to say, and I can't fucking wait. So I have been like going deep on literally this one song, I would say in the month of January in my spare time. And also not in my (laughs) spare time. I listen to it during work all day long. Yeah. Um, I started watching Insecure, which I know I'm extremely late to the party, but I do have to say like, there's something that I really enjoy. I know this isn't new, um, about not having to wait for all of the seasons. (laughs) So the finale just aired and I was like, perfect. It's my time to begin. Well, I feel like you are one of the few people that I know who actually watches live television. Like you watch TV as it airs, which Mm -hmm. I'm like, welcome to binging. It's unhinged, but in a nice way. I know. I know. I do pay for cable, which is certainly a mistake. I wouldn't recommend (laughs) it. It's so expensive. Um, I, yeah, but I... Insecure is so good. I know that everybody knows that, um, but I'm living for it. I just started it, honestly, like two weeks ago, maybe, maybe three. Um, I'll get more into why I started Insecure later, but um, I'm on season five and I'm so upset. Like, I'm like, 
it's going to end and I'm going to be sad because I'm going to miss spending time with these characters and it's so good. And honestly, like if you guys listen to our episodes in December, um, related, but unrelated, my book goal is to read a hundred books, but at least 50% by diverse authors, which like I've already been reading more books by, um, black authors specifically. And like, it sounds dumb to say, but even just watching Insecure, I'm like, I need to watch more television made by Black creators and that mm-hmm. features Black artists. Like, this is so important. Um, so I'm loving it for many different reasons. But Insecure is everything. If you, like me, um, for some reason have not watched, um, now's the time. I've been putting off finishing it. So I might, oh, I'm really? going to dive in. I, I think Where I'm at least... I think I might, I thought I was only one season behind, but I might actually be two. Oh, so maybe fun. I'll catch you and then we can talk about the final season. Have Why? you seen Molly dating a serious man? Yes. Okay. I just want to go on the record and say that that guy is so hot. Yeah. I mean, so there hot. are a lot of hot people on that show. Everybody's hot, but also he, the music on that show makes me so good. It makes me want to like be a different person. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm yeah. like I want to be a party girl. <laughs> Every single episode, the music is so correct. And I know that somebody extremely talented did that on purpose, but every episode uh-huh. I'm gagged. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and my last one actually is a really big one. I've been doing a lot of dreaming and I've been doing a lot of work on finding some clarity about what it is that I want my future to hold. Um, mm. And so that's actually been really nice. I've been taking a lot of walks um, where I just kind of, think, um, which is, you know, a little bit underrated, I would say about just like carving out time in your spare time to just dream. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've been trying to do a lot of that this month because there are certainly some changes that need to be made in my life. Um, and I'm just trying to figure out what, what I want my future to look like and kind of design my future around that dream, you know? Yeah, I know. I'm happy for you. It's nice to watch you dreaming. Thanks. I mean, we'll see. And to dream, to process your dreaming with you yeah. while walking. <laughs> you know, I love to talk about it with you. But yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like I just need to, I want to be the type of person this year that like dreams the biggest dreams that I can think of and just like makes them happen. Like that's where I'm at. I love it. I believe in you. Thank you. The thing is, I believe in me too. You know, it's just mm-hmm. a matter of, it's a matter of like wanting it and going for it. Totally. Yeah. So, and knowing, I feel like it's the going for it for the two of us, not that hard, but it's like, what do I want to go for? What's, what's, what's worthy of the energy? Yeah. And kind of to the point of this podcast, like we have a lot of things going on in our brains that we spend our time with, um, both in spare and non-spare time. Uh-huh. So just trying to get, you know, clarity on what it is that I want my, honestly, my work life to to be. So that's been good. And it's, I mean, it's been really bad at times. And like, I've definitely spent a lot of my spare time sad or crying, but I actually think that that's good because then it helps me work through my feelings. Yeah. Feeling the feelings takes a lot of time and it's good to do it. It's good to do it. I think so too. And then when I don't want to feel the feelings, I watch Insecure or listen to Lizzie. There we go. <laughs> there it is. That's my January's fair time. The month is wrapping up. And honestly, time well spent. Time well spent. It sounds good to me. 
Thank we have you. a lot of parallels in the way that we spent our spare time this wow. month. Wow. Tell me more. Um, I relearned how to crochet in the needlework department. Do um, I did not know that crochet was so teeny tiny. Yeah, so small. Um, I only know how to do one thing just like for knitting. Um, but I'm trying to make I was trying to learn how to crochet a blanket, which now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I haven't really done that much lately. So I need to make sure I didn't forget. Um, because oh, I also no. would like to make things for my friends who are having babies. So cute. Um the Taylor I, Swift lyric. She got us. She really got us. She gets me every time. Mm -hmm. Um, I also have been spending a lot more spare time um with my good friend television. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of took a year off of TV because I started dating someone who doesn't watch that much TV, which was really good for me because I rediscovered reading a lot, which is my first love in this life. Um, but now I'm ready to do both. So I've dived I back into television. I loved yellow jackets as everyone knows. I'm absolutely. Okay. I just want to say not everybody knows. Cause I've only heard about you talking about yellow jackets. I've never okay. seen a commercial. I'm not on TikTok, so I don't know if that's part of it, but it's all that anyone on my Twitter feed talks. About. I'm also not on Twitter. That explains uh -huh. it. It's quite good. It's really the casting is amazing. The acting is amazing. The story is fucked up as hell. Um, but I like so in it case a lot. The people like me aren't familiar. Can we get just like a literally a, 15 second synopsis? A little synopsis. So a taste. girls soccer team uh -huh. on their way to nationals, their stars gets into a plane crash and has to survive in the wilderness for 19 months. Mm -hmm. Mm. that's the synopsis and it goes back and forth in time so you're flashing forward it focuses on three of the main characters in the future and then so you're seeing them as like adults 40 somethings and then you're seeing them in the moment as teenagers creepy it's really really fucked up um but i love things that are fucked up so we'll Loving get to that, that later We'll get to that later. Loving Dope Sick, something else that's fucked up, but very much nonfiction. I mean, it's acting, but it's a true story about the Sacklers and OxyContin. Um, mm. Colossally upsetting. If you want to make yourself mad, watch that. Um, been hate watching. Um, and just like that. <laughs> oh, same. It is. I wish I could stop and I can't. <laughs> it's no, I so can't. scary. I'm, I'm like, not going to stop. It's Thursday. I better watch it. I know that I will watch as many episodes as they make of it. And I wish that I could be different. I wish that I could be different, but like you're talking to a girl who's never missed an episode of Grey's Anatomy in literally 15 years. So <laughs> that's where we're at. Um, yeah. So television. It's so bad. It. I would say it's so bad. Oh my God. I, I mean like parts of it are good, but it's just getting, it started off it's just been on a down downhill slope. It's too heavy handed is my, my take. I, I know a lot of people on the internet are actually like, it's good. And I'm like, what? No, it's not good. It's definitely not good. Not good. It's not but good. it's also like, it's not supposed to be good. Although I do think that sex in the city is good. I think it's better for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, a reboot is a reboot, but I'm like, you know, they're, they're handling some good like they're doing a good job. I think they're handling. It's like they're doing too much important. all at once. Uh huh. Yes, they're like we're gonna hand we're this season in the first half of the season we're gonna tackle race, queerness, gender exploration, <laughs> divorce, death, 
Like, we're going to do it all. We're going to do, do it, it all. We're going to do it all in five episodes and it's going to all be funny. I'm like, you guys. <laughs> but you know what? The chaos of it is what keeps me coming back. Yeah. I mean, I'm in. I'm completely in. I have to send you this hilarious meme. We can post it on our Instagram. Of, oh my God, I can't. I don't know if anyone. So my Twitter is all Yellow Jackets and Che Diaz memes. Che Diaz um, is certainly the talk of the town. Che Diaz is hot. I wish that their character was written a little bit cooler because like Sarah Ramirez is cool and Che Diaz's character is supposed to be cool but it's written like the way that the dialogue for Che is written is so cringe it's horrible DM me no 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 but But, yep yeah (laughs) (laughs) truly all there is to say and also yes no and also we are watching Mm -hmm. yeah um, that's been a lot of my spare time. Um, that's like my spare, spare time. I feel like I have like different categories of spare time. Like when I'm by myself in my house without Hannah, I watch trash TV because mm-hmm. that's my special thing just for me. <laughs> um, but I'm also, I think speaking of my new house, I don't know. We haven't checked in in a while about this place. Um, and it's been consuming a lot of my spare time. Marie has a new house. I have a new house. Um, I love to decorate my house. I love to go to Ikea. I love to look at Facebook marketplace. I, some would say that I'm obsessed I think you have said that you're obsessed. Um, yeah, I myself have said that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It's true. But I feel like I'm exiting that. Like, I feel like February is going to be less, um, like, maniacal spending of my spare time on, like, obsessively looking for, like, rugs and a bed frame. And, like, I feel like once I have an idea in my mind, like, oh, like, we need this kind of shelf, I cannot stop until I have uncovered mm-hmm. one for a bargain. It's a disease, um, but it's – and it, it certainly is a time-consuming disease. <laughs> <laughs> but your house has come together. My house has come together. It's really fun to be here. I'm going to talk about that more in a little bit. Um, I've also uh, been cooking a lot of food in my spare time. I'm so happy for you. I know. It's nice. I feel like I was really on the outs with cooking for mm-hmm. the last few months of 2021. Um, but now I'm on the ins and I'm actually the past few days, I've spent a lot of time preparing for my lunar new year dinner, which so I'm hosting exciting. tomorrow night a little early. So if you're listening to this happy, if you're listening to this, it'll be Monday. So that's lunar new year's Eve. <gasps> Think about what you want for this coming year. The year of the tiger. Good stuff. Auspicious stuff. Think about Um, what you're going to do in your spare time. Think about what you're going to do in your spare time. Hopefully you listen to this podcast. Um, And then the final thing, which I talked about on our last episode of last year, is I've been writing in my journal. I haven't quite done it every day, but I've definitely been spending a lot more time with my thoughts via my journal so far this year, which is really nice. I mean, it feels like... Uh, it's so strange to go back to something that felt so central to you that you haven't been doing for a while. Like, I really feel like I've been sort of divorced from my journal for like five years by accident. And it feels really good to just go to my journal. Like, I feel like for the past few years, I would write in my journal when I really, really needed to unpack something, Mm -hmm. but never like 
just at the end of a regular day. So it's been really nice to just like visit with myself in that way and like write down things about like the books that I'm that I'm reading and things that I'm eating and just like it's I don't know it feels really good and it feels nice to like make space in my brain that way. So I love that. I've never been a journaler, 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 and I love the idea of it. I don't think I would ever do it simply because I know I wouldn't do it, but I love the concept and I love that you do it. It's fun. It's nice. And it's really fun to read old journals. Oh, I can One of the most hilarious things ever. In college, I, um, one of my friends, Bailey, and I used, she used to have parties where people would bring their like middle old journals and you would do dramatic readings from them. So cringe. It's hilarious. I can only imagine being like, I thought that was a problem. Thought it was deep. Thought it was a huge problem. (laughs) Hey, that's called evolution, baby. Yes, we live, we learn, we grow, we change. Well, you know what, Marie? It sounds like you spent your spare time on some pretty great shit in the month of January, especially you considering too. January is famously not a great month. Yeah, especially this January. <laughs> yeah, this, this January, January has been really something. We haven't even talked about how shitty January was yet. Good for us. Well, it's coming because now <laughs> is the best, worst section. We couldn't, we couldn't, t- we couldn't get we rid couldn't, of this. No, this is our fave. It's so fun. Um, we did make it a little bit more broad because the best and the worst could really be anything that happened to you. Anything at all. Overall. Um, so Marie, what was your best of my best the month? of the month? My best everything of the month. So I kind of touched on this, but it's really just feeling like I've found like peace and coziness in my house and that like I'm feeling really settled better. and happy. Um, and it just feels really good to be like, I mean, we've had to be in our houses a lot more than mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels like uh, it, every time I say this shit out loud, I'm like, am I stupid? Like, of course we got stuck in our homes again, but I'm like, we spent more time in our homes than we thought we were going it's to sad in January. every time, every time I allow myself to be played like a violin, but it's, and it's really nice to be in a place that I feel like you know, we've, Hannah and I have been like talking about this for a while and like, we've been trying to make it so nice and it now it feels like it's really happening. And so it's just like the best feeling to feel like I love my house. That is the best feeling. And I'm so happy that you have that feeling. And especially in a month like January peak nesting time. Yeah, absolutely important to just like be as cozy as possible. I'm sad because I haven't laid eyes on that place in the year 2022, but I hope to do it soon. <laughs> yeah, it's we're gonna fix that. I hear it's come a long way. It has come a long way. You're not gonna believe it. I can't wait. Um, um my best well, is a traditional yeah, best. Us. It's something yes. that I ate. Um, unlike Marie, I have been doing very little inspired cooking in this house. It's just not the time for me, but I have been doing some really, really good eating. And my best eating of the month actually was. This past week with one Murray McGrath. Yes, ma'am. Went on a lunch date, which honestly was iconic. I need to do that more. So and fun. I felt so good. I had a I had a one-on-one with my manager right before um, lunchtime. And literally in the call, I was like, I'm leaving for lunch with my friend. I'll be offline for an hour and a half. And I That's felt right great about saying that. Like we should all be taking lunch. That's that's what I want us to do like, this year. How often I, I was thinking about this after we went to lunch. I'm like, I don't take an hour for lunch. 
ever. No, and you should. And you should. <laughs> and and I should. What? We all should. That's part of that's part of the whole thing. That's part of the deal. Yeah, I'm like, are you guys feeling burnt out by any chance? Uh, just wondering. Uh, just us. Or? Here's one little thing that at least I'm gonna try to do more of. Um, but anyways, we went to lunch at a new spot that opened up in DC called Honeymoon Chicken, and yes. the menu is iconic. Like every single thing on the menu sounds so good. Um, basically, the concept is like chicken, like fried chicken platters, but then you can also get fried fish or fried mushrooms. And they have a bunch of great sides, like rolls slathered with butter and malt and mm-hmm. salt or, um, mashed potatoes with gravy or Brussels sprouts or slaws, like truly everything I want to eat all the time. Yep. Um, and we got some sandwiches that they had on their menu. So Marie, you got what? Hot honey dipped, hot honey sandwich? dipped fried chicken sandwich. And it was good, not great. It was, yeah, I would, or, I would eat it again, but okay. it wasn't like life-changing. I would sooner order what you had, I think. My sandwich was life-changing and it was the crispy <laughs> mushroom sandwich. And Marie said, like, I've always been on the hunt for a mushroom sandwich. And it's true. I used to work at Clover Food Lab, Real Ones Know. And we had a lot of really good mushroom sandwiches on the menu, which are now bad, um, in my opinion. So it's just really hard to find a great mushroom sandwich out here. Um, but honeymoon chicken has one. Here's what it is. Crispy breaded oyster mushrooms. If you're not a mushroom connoisseur, those are like the big, huge mushrooms. They kind of look like ears almost. Yeah. It's like a bouquet of ears, a bouquet of ears. And so they take it. (laughs) Do you want to eat that now? (laughs) Yeah. Yum. They take it and they dip it and it gets all of the like, like sexy, craggly bits of a really great fried chicken. It was so good. Um, and then the sandwich also has cilantro, lime slaw, pickles, crispy onions, comeback sauce, and a hollow sesame bun. When I say the sandwich was iconic, like it was, mm. it was so good. And all, I think it really came down to the breading of this mm-hmm. oyster mushroom. It was like super, super well seasoned incredibly well seasoned. Yes. Lots of spices. So it was like Salty. super flavorful. Yes. Yeah, spicy. Um, and it was super, super, super crispy. Something I hate about mushroom things. Like if you get like the Shake Shack mushroom burger, as an example, the layer between the mushroom and the filling is like wet. Like it's almost soggy. Mm, mm-hmm. It's fucking disgusting. This sandwich yeah, had bad. none of that. It was so perfect. Um, but honestly, that wasn't even the best thing that we had, if you can believe it. If you can believe it. The best thing that we had was the honeymoon hand pies. It says a rotating selection of house-made fried hand pies. Yes. They So we got apple, and mm. it was hot. It was covered in cinnamon sugar. So and important. Marie described it as a cross between a McDonald's apple pie and Burger mm. King French toast sticks. And Burger King say, French toast sticks is a deep cut, but if you ever cut, had them, you know. I said it to Erica and she was like, those are so good. Yeah, that was so I think rock. real ones now, but it was like super, super flaky yet deep fried. And then the filling was kind of like goopy, but in the good way. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like covered in this like hot sugar. It was a religious experience. Um, and I've been thinking about it. Yeah, since I have the to go back I ate it. right now, actually. Right. Yeah, now. it was. I would say incredible. Mm-hmm. That's the it best was thing really, I had in recent really memory. 
It was one of the best. I was thinking about it. I was like, this is definitely the best food I've eaten out in 2022 or like in the past few months. Yeah, for sure. It was so good. So good. That was my really best. Really good. Oh, so glad. Month. So glad you brought it here. The people need to know. The people need to know. And honestly, like, I think they're going to do very, very well. Um, mm-hmm. It was really busy and it's so cute inside. It was, it's honestly, I'm so impressed. I loved it there. Mm-hmm. So what was your worst? Um, I had a really bad time at Ikea yesterday. What trip um, of January to Ikea? Oh, 150. Yeah. Maria is actually a, she's a card holding. um, I'm a card holding quick click and collect Ikea queen. Say that three times fast. Um, So what I did yesterday was an absolute rookie mistake. I placed an order and then I forgot something. So I placed another order with with one thing. Um, I got a text message that my order was ready. I drove to Maryland to get it. I sat in my car. I, it came out and it was the one thing, not the big order. And I was like, okay, well probably it'll be ready soon. So I'll just go into Ikea and buy some plants as Mm -hmm. one does. I bought 150 plants, came back out, went back to the parking lot where you wait. And I was like, all right, well, still not there. I guess I'll go to the grocery store and finish up my shopping for Chinese New Year. Went, drove 20 minutes to H Mart, did my H Mart, drove 20 minutes back to Ikea, got there. And I was like, dude, what gives? Like my, like the window to pick up my stuff was between like three and four. I got there at four. No, it was between four and five. I got there at five and then and at this point it was 6 30 so I was like it's been an hour and a half I called Ikea there's no way to get there's no I went inside they wouldn't tell me I called them they don't know because they're not at the store and they can't transfer you to the store I was like losing my shit I finally get the text message that they're coming to my car I'm like fuck yeah 30 minutes go by oh no no one comes to my car I see people around me coming getting their stuff, leaving, coming, getting their stuff, leaving. And I'm like about to pop off. And like, if you know me, this is the kind of thing that like really awakens the like absolute worst teenager Aries nightmare girl that lives inside of me (laughs) deep down. Um, she doesn't show up that often, but if you want to know more about the fucking temper tantrums that I'm capable of, I encourage you to talk to my college roommate, Alex. She's seen (laughs) truly the worst of me. Um, but I was like, I'm going to freak the fuck out in this Ikea parking lot. And like, that's not a good look. I was also super dehydrated, had to pee so badly, really hungry. All I had was a chocolate bar. So I ate this chocolate bar and I just got like amped up on sugar absolute deadly I had to speak to like 15 people another they said assured me that my stuff was coming I think that I was being such a fucking annoying Karen girl that like they were like fuck you we're gonna like make you wait longer so I waited another 30 minutes and then my stuff finally came so I was at Ikea my this this was an errand that should have taken an hour and said it took five hours man oh man I was this was, and this, I was just like, this is my worst of the month coming in right at that the end here. feels absolutely like a worst. And of then the I month. was driving home in the snow. Oh no. <laughs> it was not good. From Miami, Florida, not a From, snow driver. Famously not a snow driver. And it just sucks because not only was it annoying, I also don't like to feel like I am 
like a Tasmanian devil monster mm-hmm. girl. But, it's not a you good know, place to be. In the fifth hour of a one-hour errand. Oh, yeah. It's hard to maintain your composure. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I'm sorry that happened to you, but you know what? A new month begins in just a couple of days. I know, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to go to Ikea in February. I'm putting that down in audio so that everyone here knows you know, I'm not going to do it. I think it. that's probably a great idea. Mm-hmm. It's for the best. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's actually good that I had a bad time at Ikea because I need to stop fucking mm-hmm. coming here. Every time I talk to Marie, she's like, I was just at Ikea. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> Honestly, I love it for you. Yeah, it's um, fun. My worst is a little bit niche, but it is the Omicron variant of mm. uh, COVID-19. What's that? Uh, yeah, it's something new. Uh, it came rearing its ugly little head right, right in time for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, it ruined my January, I would say, in many yep. ways. Uh, all of the people that I, all of the people in my family, basically, um, had COVID over the course of the month of January, all like seven to 10 days apart. So it's actually been the entire month. Um, everyone is doing okay. The person that I live with had COVID as well. Um, I actually didn't get COVID, which I've heard is the thing that's happening to people mm-hmm. and their live-in uh, roomies, partners, etc. So for that, I'm grateful. But Omicron made this month pretty bleak and mm-hmm. it is so sad to isolate from your partner in your own apartment that is, you know, 1100 square feet that was such a bad week for me mentally emotionally etc but you know what i'm lucky in the fact that everybody is doing just fine most people were not symptomatic but you know what everybody got their booster so love it get your booster Um, yeah the omicron of it all was terrible that week was bad for you Yeah, but also just generally, I think like having to go back to a different Mm -hmm. space with COVID was not something I personally was interested in doing. So (laughs) um, it's just been bad. But, you know, I really hope that February is going to be a little bit more uh, forgiving on the COVID fronts. And I look forward to uh, thinking about and talking about COVID less. Me too. Here, here. Here, here. That's the best and the worst, baby. Boom. High highs and low lows, as always. As always. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about is something I'm actually really excited about. We yes. put our heads together and we said, we want to come to each one of our monthly pods with one wreck for you. It's something that it's like the hill that we're dying on. The thing that you have to get, the thing that you have to do, the thing you have to listen to or watch or whatever. Um, but like the best, best, best wreck that we have to give you from this month of spare time. Yes. So what is I your wreck? Hear- okay, oh. my wreck, I'll, I'll go first. My wreck is a craft. Um, oh. And I want to wreck this because it's something that I previously thought would be like not accessible to the average person mm-hmm. because I follow a lot of people. I'm talking about resin work, I guess we'll call it. Um, so like making stuff out of resin. So I follow a lot of artists who make things out of resin on Instagram and it seems hard, but when I dug into it, I learned that you can just, it's pretty inexpensive to buy the stuff that you need to make them make things. So like the things that you often see and the things that I made were coasters. I was inspired to make coasters out of our negative COVID tests. Um, 
because we had after um christmas and the omicron of it all we had like 60 (laughs) oh my god negative covid tests i was taking a million because i my dad had covid over christmas so i was stressed that i too had covid understandable Um, and i was just sitting there looking at this giant pile of pieces of single-use plastic and i was like well this sucks And also these are, I saw a girl that I know on Instagram had like made Christmas ornaments out of her COVID tests that her family all took. That's hilarious. Uh, Hilarious. And I was like, all right, I'm going to make coasters out of this. So I ordered a resin kit on the internet. It's really fun. You get to like pour you. It's basically just like hard. It makes it into like a hard clear plastic. So you can put like glitter in it. Um, or you can do like, I want to make coasters that have like orange slices in them because it preserves things so you can put food things in there they're really fun I will say that I didn't um know that you can't actually resin doesn't cure in the cold so if it's uh 60 degrees or lower it's not going to work if you do it outside which I absolutely have to recommend you do because it's really messy Um, so take this recommendation um, only if you're living in a 60 degree plus place right now, or if you're living in a cold place, put it on, put it on hold for later. But I think this is a really fun thing to do. If you want to do something with your hands, I am a person who loves to make things like see the tie dye, see the crocheting. I just like always need to have a little craft. So if you're like me and you like to do something in your spare time that has like creates an output of something that you can have in your house or that you can gift or whatever. Um, I recommend this. I think it's fun. And I definitely like, it's both more accessible than I thought. And also a little, takes a little more practice than I thought. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. Like you can do it and you can improve at it, which I think is critical for a good hobby. I think that is fun, but I have to ask you a question that is perhaps dumb, but coming from a person who is not as crafty as you are, what form does resin come in? Is it liquid? That is not a dumb question. It's a liquid. So it's actually two liquids. So there's, what I did was, um, it's like an epoxy resin. Okay. So what you have to do, and this is like the most chemistry I've done since sophomore year of high school. <laughs> I'm like, these um, are big words. I know. I'm like, <laughs> listen closely. So it's basically just a one-to-one ratio of two like thick, thick, thick liquids. Okay. So it's kind of like the texture of uh, like Elmer's glue, but clear. Okay. I could do that. So it's, you just like pour it in. You, you want it to, if you, so basically the way that it works is they're to, separated, they're liquids, but if you mix them together, then they dry and become a solid after 24 hours. Well, here's the good news. We're all um, actually chemists now since we are administering all of our yes. own COVID mm-hmm. tests. Um, so hopefully that will make it a little bit easier to. Yeah. Since we all on. are medical doctors. Yeah. Since, at this time. You can also use those skills for crafting. <laughs> I think that's fun. I yeah. look forward to seeing your um your resin uh I don't even know, crafting grow. Yeah, I'm gonna make some for you. I can't wait. Don't I worry. I think that one of my friends uses resin to make her um art, which is earrings and yeah, you, a lot of people use them to make jewelry. Like you were saying the orange slices. So she makes earrings out of like funyuns. Or like nerd rope. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, they are hilarious. Um, 
So guys, pick up some resin if you're feeling like it. If you're feeling like a project, which winter. Oh, it's a good time for a project. Yeah. Great time. Um, I love that rec. I, I might get, I might dabble with some resin. Who knows? Depends on how long this pandemic goes on. Exactly. That could happen for me. Um, something I need to tell you guys about, like, this is urgent. Um, I, as I often do, read the best book that I'll read this year. Um, I can say that really, really confidently uh, in the month of January. In fact, I think I finished it on January 14th. Um, I read it and I said, wow, this is the most perfect book I've ever read in my life. So I have to tell you about Yerba Buena by Nina LaCour. It comes out May 31st, 2022, and you have to pre-order it today. I already pre-ordered it because I'm going to read this all the fucking time. It's a perfect book. (laughs) Um, I told Marie this, but to me, it felt like the book version of a Sarah Bareilles song. Uh, And honestly, like the best review you can give for anything. I'm like, if you are familiar with Sarah Bareilles, you know what that means. Um, And if you're not, I'll tell you a little bit more about it. Um, It's basically the story of Emily and Sarah. Um, And it's a story about how they find each other, but also what keeps them away. And it goes into both of their backstories and you get to know each of the characters a little bit more. I feel like the, um, the way that they are introduced to us and kind of their stories are so well done. Um, And honestly, like, I don't even know how to talk about this book because it's so intricate and I don't want to say too much. Um, And I think that the, the Goodreads description is like a little bit misleading. It's not really a love story, but it's not, not a love story. Um, But it definitely had a lot of my favorite things. There were a lot of flowers, a lot of self-discovery, some spare time, um, a lot of fresh herbs. There was ragu and like lots of restaurant scenes. Fun. Um, and it was just perfect. I've said very little, but I feel that if I say it's the best book I've ever read, perhaps that'll mean something to Even you. Even better than Daisy Jones and the Six? Yeah, this book is way better. Wow, I can't wait to Daisy read it. Jones and the Six was so good. I loved it so much. But this book like made me feel something deep inside of myself, you know? Mm-hmm. I loved I, it so I'm much. I'm really, really looking forward to reading this book. Marie's going to be like, oops, I didn't like this book. And you know what? No, I know I'm going to like it. It's on all the lists that of pe- oh, from people that I so like. So good. Um, but speaking of, I do have to tell you guys a little bit of a hot take for the readers in the room. Um, a little life, uh, by Hanya. Is that how I say her name? Yes, I believe it is. By Hanya Yanagihara is a book that is beloved, um, by the world. It has a 4.33 star rating on Goodreads with over 318,000 reviews, All of my friends that I follow on Goodreads rated this book five stars, as well as many, many, many strangers. (laughs) And I just have to be the one to be brave enough to say that this book was not a five-star read for me. And if you have read A Little Life or if you have tried to read A Little Life and you felt that way too, I just wanted to make sure that you had a safe space to say that um, this was one of the most horrific books I've ever read in my life and I hated it. 
Um, but I think that that's, that's where we differ, you know, me and all it of the five-star raters. It is a hard, hard read. Um, it was too much for me. I was like, I, I can't. It's like breaking me down. Yeah, it's definitely like it is you're putting yourself through something when you read it. But that is what I like to do in oh the art God. that I consume. Saddest books, saddest music, fucked up shows. Sign me up. I'm ready. I was like, this is eating me alive. And <laughs> I don't understand how everybody in society is reading this and, and acting like it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, it's hard. And so I'm, I look forward to her new book and there's lots to say about her as well. Um, but I think we should, we can save that conversation for another time. For but anyways, my, my true recommendation is Yerba Buena. I will keep talking to you guys about it until the month of May. It's also, I think going to be made into a show or a limited series or movie, which I am thrilled about. Amazing. Um, Marie, what's, what's next on the agenda? On the agenda next is some, we're going to call this section three things you need to know. This is going to be our rapid fire round of shit that we think you should be investing your spare time in. We're not going to say too much about it, um, but this is just the other stuff that's been on our mind and on yeah. our radar this month. Just a quick taste into a little bit of culture. Yes. So the first thing we're going to talk about briefly is new music we are manifesting this year. As you know, we are big concert goers, big music listeners, and I think manifestation is really important um, to get to get some stuff, some material out of our favorite artists who have been quiet for too long. I'm also um, manifesting Lisa, the continuation of live music. Yeah, please, for the love of God, I, we, I have two concerts next week, and I um, am excited as fuck and I would be really sad if they got canceled. They're not going to. No, they're not. Um, okay, Elisa, who are you manifesting new music from this year? I am manifesting new music from Joseph. That's my number yes, one. Yes. I love that. I'm manifesting new music from Beyonce. Ever heard oh, of her? Ooh, I'm uh, like, I was listening to Lemonade the other day and I need to feel that. I need to feel that again. Yeah. I wonder if Beyonce is just like taking the time to chill. And you know what? I power to her if she is. She deserves it. Power but to her. If she wants to make another earth shattering record, I manifest that for us all. You're all um, ears. I would also love to see a record speaking of um, from Sarah Bareilles. I'm like, oh. can you stop being in musicals? I know it's bringing you a lot of joy, but what we need is a little something from you to keep us going. Marie, on that note, I would like to publicly say that I I don't think that Girls 5 Eva is for me. <laughs> I completely forgot about Girls 5 Eva. I, I tried and I was it. like, oh, man, this is a slog. <laughs> I think I kind of liked it, but my free trial ran out. But now I have Peacock so I can watch. She's back. I'll dive back in. I'll let you know next month if it sticks. Okay, please do. But yeah, Sarah B, I would love a new record from her. Thank you. Um, number two things that you need to know. Marie, I wanted to put this on here because I actually am not sure where you're at with all of this. Um, but I have no idea what this is. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, so this is inventing Anna, the limited series directed by Shonda Rhimes, directed, produced, 
created by Shonda Rhimes, your queen. I'm sorry. How do I not on know Netflix? Um, it is the story of Anna Delvey, who is the heiress, the fake heiress who scammed all of New York City and is now in prison forever. Yes, I know. It's right up your alley. (laughs) (laughs) I only have fake friends. You're my only true friend. I was like, this is obviously urgent to discuss. It comes out February 11th on Netflix. And there's also a book. I have not read the book, but I think it's important that we read the book before February 11th. Okay. And the book is called, let's see, I have it saved. Um, It's called... Oh no, I have too many books saved. Drum roll, drum roll. It's called My Friend Anna, The True Story of a Fake Heiress by Rachel Deloche Williams. And so this is written by her friend who okay. she conned, I think. Like, I don't actually know that much about her. So what I'm saying is- I don't is, know anything about this story and I just checked it out from the library. I simply fantastic. can't wait. Yeah, there's a few articles. I'll send them to you after this. But basically, we need to watch this and we need to learn everything we can about this in the month of February. Okay. And if you, dear listener, know the juice on Anna Delvey, let us know. Wow, cannot wait. I'm so happy we talked I'm, about that. I'm I'm speechless. I'm I will be doing a deep dive. I know, um, like when Shonda's involved, it's no joke. I know, and like some, you know, I'm just gonna I'll watch anything she puts her name on forever, good or of bad. Course. You know. Oh, I know. Um. Okay. The final thing on the the third thing you need to know this month is um. And I'm going to say it exactly the way that the article said it <laughs> because I've laughed for so long at this headline. The girls are fighting. And Mm -hmm. if you don't know which girls I'm talking about, the girls in question are Martha Stewart and Ina Garten. Not Um, those girls. Those girls. Um, And in case you were wondering, yes, we still love Ina. You're going to get the Ina content here. So basically it all comes back to the giant Cosmo. Ina's has a huge legacy, but it seems like this is, you know, premium. And Martha Stewart came for her. Um, there's a little background here of what, you know, Reese Witherspoon said something on the internet that Ina Garten replied to, I'm going to let you live it yourself. Um, but it's an important thing for you to know that this month people are beefing with Ina Garten. And one thing that I love about her is that she does not care. No, I think she literally was like, Martha, like, I'm sorry. I don't have time for you. There's just like no retort. Like this article tells you the whole story and Ina somehow makes not having the last word the most iconic burn of all. Like she's just like, I don't need to comment on this because I am living my truth playing Sudoku. In bed. In bed. Um, We'll link this article in the show notes. It's critical. I'll also be sharing the Twitter threads in question. I love it. I can't wait to read it again and again and again. (laughs) And thank you to our friend, Grossi Pelosi, for bringing it to our attention the first time around. Yeah, thanks, Grossi Pelosi. Love. A hero. Um, Marie, for our wildcard section, I know that you went on a journey this January, and I think it's important that the people hear more about it. I did go on a journey this January, Elisa, and this is the part of my spare time that I wish I could forget. Um... (laughs) But somehow it wasn't the worst. It wasn't the worst. And the journey continues. Um, This is 
for the, but I feel like the wild card section is basically just going to be like, what did you end up doing in your spare time that you never would have dreamed for yourself? And what I never would have dreamed for myself is that I would be deep, deep, deep cleaning bathtub jets. And what I certainly never would have dreamed is what I have seen emerge from within them. Ooh. Um, That's the stuff of nightmares. Yeah. If you live in a rented apartment that is not like a new high rise or actually if you are chills. not if you're not the first person who has used your bathtub and you have a bathtub with jets do not use those jets i think is basically <sighs> like that's the thesis statement that mm-hmm. of what i've learned don't fucking use them if you are intent on using them you simply must clean them you don't want to know what's inside them think about the way that the jets work they pull water in from the bathtub and they shoot it out into the bathtub then you turn off your bathtub and you drain it and inside of those plastic tubes sits water sits skin particles sits scope no. soap particles sits pieces of your bath bomb Mm-mm. for as long as until the next time you use your jets. So they're filled with mold. Mm-mm. I'm like getting, I'm like I feel make sick. myself sick. They're filled with mold. Um, so I, if you want to go on this journey with me, there's a brave, brave woman who's gone before us um, who has cleaned her bathtub jets on TikTok for the world to see. Oh my God. Um, and I'm following her like a dutiful servant, like a disciple. Um, so I bought this stuff that she bought, which is called Oh Yuck, which is oh pure my poison God. that you like fill up your bathtub with piping hot water, pour this Oh Yuck in, and then you run your jets for 15 minutes and like see what comes out. I'm still stuck on Oh Yuck. Oh Yuck. Why you, why UK? <laughs> it's no, no. Only made of poison. It pulls all the shit out of your jets. You don't want to see it, but you also kind of do. Um, then for me, I'm in an advanced level of, of decay inside my bathtub jets. So what I'm going to have to do next is oh unscrew God. the jets and clean them with, oh no. I think with a toothbrush. So stay tuned. This is, it's taking up my spare time in that I have to do something about it. And also that I can't stop thinking about it. I feel like I could throw up actually. It's, um, maybe one day I'll post some videos with a big trigger warning, oh, no. but I have a lot, I have a lot to share and you don't want it, I think is the truth. So if you have jets in your bathtub, you need to probably sell your house. Yeah. If you have been using them, I suggest you just don't use them anymore and don't clean them because <laughs> if you find out what's been going, shooting into the bathtub that you're in, I don't think you're going to recover. The only reason that I'm okay is because I never used this bathtub before yeah. I cleaned it. Yeah. You had a hunch. Yeah. So I think that cleaning TikTok is a blessing and a curse. Yes, it is. It's better, you know, it's blissful ignorance. Blissful ignorance. I'm like, I live in a dirty house, I guess, and that's okay. My bathtub doesn't have jets though. So that's yeah, um, you're safe for now. And I don't take baths. But anyways, <laughs> Marie, for our final moments together here reflecting on our january spare time let's take a look ahead to february 2022 what do you want that spare time to look like for me i would like to go outside more Mm -hmm. i'm going back to something 
I feel like this is one thing, speaking of what I was saying before, like returning to something that really makes you feel like yourself. Um, I haven't been spending a lot of time outside. So, and at the beginning well, of the pandemic, feels like 11 degrees. It's today. quite cold. It's quite cold. But at the beginning of the pandemic, I was spending a lot of time in Rock Creek Park. Um, yeah, you were. So I resolve in February to spend more time there. And I think this is nice because like in February that. we, I will be checking in to let you know how I did. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> what about you? What I like that ahead? for you. Um, my look ahead for February, I would like to create more boundaries with work. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like we were talking about with lunch. I want to take more lunch breaks. Love I also want to be, I want to have more of a hard stop at six. My company is one that kind of, there isn't a whole lot of enforcement about the end of work time. And so I want to put myself in a position where I'm just enforcing that on my own behalf a little bit mm-hmm. more and to create more spare time for myself. Yes. Um, also in my home, we're going on a little food slash budget journey um, okay. that we started this month that has actually been really great. I went to lunch with my friend Joe um, prior, like in November maybe, and we were talking about groceries and he was like, I spend $200 on groceries a month for him and his partner. Um, and I was like, wow, like that's, I spend not that much, like no, I spend way more than that, obviously. Yeah. But Eric and I were talking about it and we were like, we should try, like, why not? Like we have a fully stocked freezer. We have a fully stocked pantry. And I, we basically were like, it's like a budget initiative, of course, but it, it's more of a let's use what we have initiative. And like, let's yeah. get more creative with the things that we have in our kitchen versus saying the day of, oh, we want to make X, Y, Z and then buying things for it. Yeah. So, um, it's actually been fun and it's kind of forcing us to be a little bit more creative. So I'm excited to expand that. We started it, um, a week ago because we got derailed by all of the COVID that happened Mm -hmm. in January. So Mm -hmm. continuing it on in February, but looking forward to reporting back, um, our goal is $200 for the month of February, which is going to be it's probably I can't not wait to happen. hear, but I mean, it's nice. I feel like one thing that I'm going to do too, but I want to do too now that like we're settling into our house is to like, just take stock of how much like sit down and be like, all right, here's how much we spent on food this month. I can yeah. tell you right now it's not $200. No. And, <laughs> but we did it last week and we like, there's almost nothing in my fridge right now, which mm-hmm. is like actually so not nice. how my fridge usually operates, but it was great because it was like, when I was hungry, I was like, oh there's nothing in here. Okay. I'll have a banana and peanut butter. Whereas before I would probably eat something less healthy mm, as I mm-hmm. could. Cause I just had all this stuff, you know? Totally. So anyways, um, that's good. I'm excited to kind of spend a little bit more time with that. Um, in my spare time specifically around, like, I hope to also get more creative feeling in the kitchen and mm. hope that looking at what I have will help me guide myself that way. Um, and then I'm also on, I wouldn't call it a workout journey, but like an active journey. I set a goal, um, off the pod. Actually, I, I added this in to do a hundred, um, Peloton yoga classes and a hundred Peloton bike classes this year. And so I've been trying to like put it into my schedule, uh, which I guess makes it less of a spare time thing, but it really is my spare time because it's how I'm Mm -hmm. choosing to spend my time. So I'd like to stay 
on that. I think I did a pretty good job this month, but it's making me feel good and ready for my days and kind of my life. Um, and then I did also put, I do want to spend time going to concerts this month because I didn't go to any in January. I know I didn't either. I'm ready to ramp it back up, baby. What is your other one this week besides Casey Musgraves? Um, we're going to see Charlotte Sands who's opening for a young blood. I don't even know who that is to be perfectly honest, but she's Charlotte Sands is like kind of a punky girl. Yeah. It's going to be really fun. Love music. Well, I think we have a pretty great February in store. And honestly, January um, spare time was great. Yeah, good spare time. I felt like there was more than I thought there would be. Thanks, Omicron. I feel like I had less than I thought I would because work is so busy. But it netted out to be good for both of us. Love. Love. Well, on that note, Marie. Thanks for spending your spare time with us. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.